Welcome to Yoga Retreat Secrets with Hargobin. I've hosted over 400 retreats now, and I'm so excited to share the hard-earned lessons with you. My hope is this podcast will help you change more lives, share more yoga, and become more profitable in your business. If you want more, I encourage you to join my free online challenge at casaom.com slash challenge, and I'll share all my yoga retreat secrets directly with you. What's up, everybody? It's Hargobin. Hope you're having an awesome day. Today, I want to talk about I want to talk about listening to the marketplace and this humility that we have to cultivate to deeply understand what the marketplace is telling us. One of the core messages of Gurnanik is is that listening creates the wise people. And and he has this he has this poem that he writes called Japji. And in Japji, he's talking about like Sunni Asid Pir Surnat. So, so the, through deep listening, the wise ones are, 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 are evolving. And it's the same thing with listening to the marketplace, is that the more that you put things out with your offers and then listen to what people are saying through their purchase history, the greater power you're going to have in terms of tinkering your offers and ultimately creating things that, that people really latch on to. A lot of you know I'm going through divorce, and I work. You know, my my uh, my soon-to-be ex, uh, Siriom, is a force, and we worked together in developing our retreats. And so now I'm offering retreats just by myself. And the last couple retreats that I've done haven't been like popping like they used to, and there's a number of reasons for that. But based on what I'm here, you know, my observation of the marketplace is like now I'm selling the same retreat with half of the leadership and forget, forget, you know, oh, you know, we still love you. All of that nonsense. I'm literally before I had two leaders for us for a certain price. And now I only have one. And so if you've been working in partnership, and I see this all the time also with clients who separate, that, that you should look at it like you're now offering a little bit less if it's just going to be you offering something similar. And even if you're not separating, but, but you're in a situation where people aren't buying your offer, now is the chance to practice your humility and practice your listening to the marketplace. And the marketplace is usually telling you one core message when your stuff's not selling. It's that your offer's not good enough. If your people are getting there and they're seeing what you have and they're not buying, there's really one takeaway that you can improve. And if you listen to that and you're not attached, they're not criticizing you by not buying. They don't like your offer then there's one thing for you to do, and that's to increase the value of the offer. Or, God forbid, you you do this, which I just did, and I'm going to admit it. You cut the price. <laughs> Don't tell anyone I told you this. Okay? So you increase the, and, and if you want to hit it really hard, then you increase the offer and decrease the price. So here's what I did for Winter Warrior, because Winter Warrior wasn't selling is I did a 50% discount. 
50% off. Okay. Because I was sitting there and I was chatting, I was chatting with, with my team and I was like, we need to blow this thing up. So I did the unthinkable and I cut the price and I sold eight spots. And there's a lot of reasons why I did, they didn't fill up. But one of them is like, I'm not working with my other retreat leader who brings tremendous value. So now I've got to sit here and be like, all right, let's figure out how to give more. So the first thing I did was I cut price and, and I just shook the tree. So I got eight people to register. Then I started increasing the value of what I offered. I did a deal with, with one, of, one, of, one of my clients. Uh, I did an exchange where uh, a life coaching session. So he offered a life coaching session. So I increased the value of what I was doing. I already included a massage. I already included uh, a gift bag. I already included so many things. And then I created an additional upsell. So I said, okay, you can have 50% off, but now you can stay for a third night at full price. And so I sold five of those. So I made an extra thousand bucks there. So I then, I then, my total revenue, not including the extra night, was 6,300 bucks. So my costs on that were something like, you know, 30, something like 3,700 or something like that. So I took a margin of 2,500. But then what I did is I focused on all of the things that I could offer coming out. So I, I ended up selling. Some people ended up buying a coaching session. Some people ended up booking the retreat center for to bring their own retreat. And some people are signing up for other retreats that I'm offering in the future. So the way that I sort of protect myself is by having additional offers coming out of the retreat. So if I'm going to end up vastly increasing the level of what I'm offering to sweeten my deal when I'm listening to the marketplace and I'm not hitting properly, then, then, then I can make my money on the back end. And so anytime you're in momentum with your retreat, you've got to remember that you can always increase the level of what you're offering, even if it costs you more money, so long as you're going to make, make additional funds by offering something else coming out of the retreat. So all in all, I, you know, all in all, I ended up, because uh, I included my photo session, I include, you know, I ended up spending actually a lot of money on this retreat, but I got so many pot. I ended up, I think I got eight five-star reviews on, on Google, which, which was powerful. I got the, I got the coaching upsell. I got the retreat upsell and I got additional retreats on the books that people are signing up for. So the fact that I'm in momentum here means that I don't have to worry so much about the exact margin that I'm making on this one retreat. And the most important thing is if you're going to change your offer, realize that you're going to have to invest more. And so the fact that I'm changing my offer because I'm no longer working with a business partner means that as I'm coming through this new identity creation, that, that what has to trigger in my mind is more investment to create more value for my customer. And as soon, so long as I stick to that 
and follow Gernonic's basic message of deep listening to the marketplace, if they're telling you your offer is not good enough because they're not buying, then just be humble and increase the value of what you're doing. Then the proper thing so that you don't end up totally screwed is that you have additional offers on the back end. Last thing I want to say about, about this is I'm yet to meet a retreat leader who goes broke getting 20 people to their retreat. Hasn't, I haven't encountered that person. I, like, like they might make a little bit of money like because they've given away so much value. But nobody quits the retreat business because they have too many people and it's too awesome and they just deliver too much value. That has not happened. I can I can take you to the graveyard of dead bodies of retreat leaders who never got there, who never came the second time because they never created enough value. So their margins were amazing. They were making $1,000 a person, but they had six people and their GNA wiped out all that profit. So you need to worry about, first and foremost, how do you get the, how do you get massive movement and get 20 people there to, to your retreat? So I sold out. So I ended up for Winter Warrior, I ended up with 18 people. A lot of them got private rooms and then two people were off site. So, so, that was great. I ended up selling out all the rooms and, and I even turned people away because, because I didn't have the space for them. So, so yeah, eight of them I sold at 50% off. Like, and if you were to do at 50% off, that would mean you'd make no margin because you'd pay me 50% more or less as the retreat host. But I'm not going to say that's not a crazy idea because, because once you get your first eight people, those people bring people. So to do some lost leader stuff where maybe you do some type of insane deal to get your first five or eight or ten people to your retreat is not unheard of. Now, coming back to me, why was Winter Yoga Warrior undersold? Most likely it was undersold because I had just done a retreat three weeks before that. And so I spent all that time shaking the tree for my New Year's retreat and then to run another retreat in January 20 is a little crazy. Like, I don't recommend something like that until you've got a lot of momentum behind you. But I'm, you know, 30 retreats deep now. So, so to me, it's, it's, it's you know, I, there's, there's enough, I've got enough traction where, where I, I, I can do something like that. In general, you don't want to get yourself into that position, but uh, my, my points are still valid where if you're coming into this and you're like, I'm going to get 20 people for this thing, I think you can take some major risk with the first five people that you get to sign up for your retreat. And frankly, nobody goes broke changing people's lives at a ridiculously low price. Like, that still just doesn't happen. Like if you're changing lives, those people are going to keep showing up in your world and keep bringing additional people into your world. And that's just been my, that's just been my experience is there's nothing, there's just nothing wrong with rocking people's world in a tremendously positive way at, at a low price to create momentum. And if that's going to be your first five, eight, ten people to build your thing, and then you're going to make your margin on the next ten, 
I say rock and roll. I mean, it just, it did just work for me. So, yeah, um, those are my thoughts for you. That's what's up in my world. Um, you want to learn more of my methods. You want to, you want to strategize all of this stuff. I still have spots for my mastermind down in Mexico. That's February 26th to March 4th. That's next month. Um, it's just, it's just going to be epic on content creation, epic on building your funnels, epic on building your eBooks, your podcast, your coaching program and your retreats so that you've got the full spectrum of things. We can work one-on-one -on, -one on it and nothing makes me more passionate and excited than helping people be successful that, that are in this space because ultimately yoga teachers change lives and, and I just, I just want to be on the team uh, of people doing positive stuff, changing lives. So check that out, costhome.com slash mastermind. If you've got any questions, thoughts, feedback, find me on facebook.com slash Hargovin. I always write back and uh, I'd love to connect. And you can even book a call with me if you want and you want to see if, see if the mastermind uh, will work for you. Um, you just shoot me a note and uh, yeah, I'm super chill and uh, always, always enjoy talking with my people. All right, guys, have an awesome day. And I can't wait to connect with you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to meet me in person, come to Casa Ohm in Mexico or West Virginia. I love hearing from my podcast crew. Send me a note at facebook.com slash Hargobin if you'd like to connect further. Have an awesome day.